Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Just back from Walt Disney World from Princess Half Marathon Weekend and excited to be here to answer your listener questions. We have a birthday shout out to Missy down in Austin, Texas to start off the show. Happy birthday, Missy. We talk about some great experiences not to miss for a first Disneyland trip, both dining and fun stuff to do on that trip this uh, spring. So they're going to have a great time out there. We also talk about the box taking your pictures with Mickey Mouse at the end of today's show because I was a little bit startled just yesterday. My last thing I did leaving the Magic Kingdom before I came home, I walked in to get my pictures with my medals with Mickey Mouse and there was no photographer. It was just the box and I really didn't know what to do. So we kind of talked through that as well. We have lots of other great questions about the resorts, about seeing Harmonious outside of the parks. Great places to dine on your last day after you've checked out of your hotel, but you don't have any more park tickets. We talk about that. Fun solo dining tips as well. Great uh, questions on today's show, so we hope you enjoy the variety that we're going to bring you over the next 45 minutes. Of course, don't forget our show brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over. Give it a shot. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2246 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rollman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope your uh, week is going swimmingly, that you're having a great week. And even if you're not a swimmer, just dog paddle. Let's make it through and get to yet another weekend because that's kind of the goal of all this, right? And what's weird is in this uh, year of 2023, some of us have weekends on Wednesdays. Today could be your Saturday. I mean, you might be winning life. That'd be great. I mean, I don't really... I work seven days a week, so, you know, some days are slower than others. Some days are busier than others. So whatever your work schedule is, we just appreciate you taking us, taking us along with you wherever you go. It's awesome. If you're out on a run, if you're taking the kids to school, doing some laundry, thanks for making the Be Our Guest podcast a part of your day. We sure appreciate that. So today we are going to be, of course, answering your listener questions. Pam and Scott still at Walt Disney World. Yes. Not that I'm jealous. I mean, a little bit. Scott's still at Riverside. Pam has made the switch to Saratoga Springs. So they're pretty much winning life. But next week we should, we'll have more back. I'm going to guarantee you're not going to have the whole crew next week. (laughs) I know. I was just thinking that. I'm saying we got a fluid situation here. That's why there's four of us at this point, because people are going to be coming. I will be here. I mean, God willing, because I got the stuff to record, but we'll see what happens. But we'll have a show. And on Friday, you're going to see, because I've already recorded it. It's just me flying solo because I talk all about Princess Half Marathon Weekend. 
I talk Yay. about, but it's not just for the runners. I talk all about staying at Coronado and why it is Disney's best kept secret in plain sight. Mm. This resort is awesome. You can get great deals and it's just awesome. I talk about my first dining experience at Il Molino. Fancy, Ooh. fancy all pasta. Right. Uh, you can't wear your hat in the dining room. They told you oh. to take your hat off. What? Wow. I know. Scott wow. and I both have to take our hats off. It's weird. Um, and all kinds of fun stuff. So Friday show, I think you're going to enjoy it. It's kind of like Mike in the Midwest, what our Patreon, patrons get on uh, Tuesdays, because it's just me rambling about my trip for about an hour. But I think you're going to get a lot of insights into the races, but also a lot of stuff for the pe people who are not runners. I try to balance that out as best I can. But speaking of my friend here, we have Ricky from, a, I almost said a Disney World after oh, all that. Yeah, we've gone back in time. We have not. No. It's because I went back and listened to an old show the other day because somebody That's was right. talking about uh, where I, episode 90, where I mentioned that the half marathon costs $95 and I was wow. complaining about that. And that was crazy. It, I yes. wish. I wish. But yeah, anyway, right? Ricky's from the mouse for less.com. Ricky, happy Wednesday. What's up? Happy Wednesday. Uh, it has, uh, it's, it's been a week. Uh, <laughs> well, the weekend was was eventful uh so um, went to the doctor on uh friday thought i might be in labor wasn't but ended up in a car accident on the way to the doctor so i ended up in the hospital anyway so they uh checked me and everything's fine uh but the car is a little worse for her so yeah that's fun um so that's fun to deal with while almost done being pregnant um because uh this week is probably more than likely going to be my last week as a pregnant lady uh because one way or another i think she's coming out this week so uh <laughs> we uh we went to the doctor today because we had some contractions that were going on and um which was of course you guys know it's monday but you know it's wednesday uh so we went to the doctor and um so we're just kind of hanging out uh may have if it's wednesday you're listening to this i may have a kid uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, with Disney, we make things happen. Uh, this is we, true. We force, we force people's hands all the time we with the do. podcast. So, so we'll see if we're forcing her hand at this point. Uh, but if all else fails, uh, I will probably be induced on Thursday. Uh, and so she will be here maybe Friday. Uh, who knows? So I don't know. Uh, but I will probably not be here Monday. Let's just put it that way for next week for recording. So, Mike, you're going to have to get you know, get another plan in here. <laughs> I always figure it out somehow, yes. some way. There's always a BR guest podcast hitting your feed Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So and this is true. Yes. But we'll yes. have breaking so, news on Twitter. So we'll yeah, keep we will. So we'll, she, she's going to be here probably this week though. So get ready for another BOGP baby. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right. Yeah. So good luck and best Thank wishes. Thank you. I'm definitely going to need it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're excited for the baby girl to, to join us. And I can't wait till you have to get up at three in the morning to change numbers. That'll be awesome. I know. I know. Because it, it's it, it, just the stories are going to be great. Okay. I'm so sure. Yes. <laughs> we got to hop into today's question. First of all, and it, weird thing, while you were sharing that story, I have my first email of the day up because this is the most urgent one because I read it yesterday in the airport as I was getting ready to fly home. Ah. Okay. Because this is a super important one. And it came in while yeah. I was out, you know, I was out of the office. Ben was covering for me. Ben Lappin, great guy. He takes yes. care of all of our shirts and everything, advisors, awesome. all that ben. stuff for, for yeah. the lizards. And he takes care of my guests when I'm out of the office, which thank God, because I couldn't do this without Ben. Um, but I got this one while I was out of the office. So I was checking, kind of catching back in before I got on the plane. And this one came in and says, hey, Mike, Writing from Austin, Texas. My wife's a huge fan and listens religiously to all your podcasts. Her birthday's next week, March 4th. 
and I wanted to see if she could get a shout out on the BOGP and possibly have a question answered. So shout out to Missy. And she goes by happy birthday. She goes by Minnie Mauer 86 online. So very, very happy birthday to Missy down in Austin, down by UT. I'm still not a Texas fan, but hey, you know, we can't all my good friend Jimmy, one of our agents of the Magic for Less, would say hook him. So there you go. That's 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 for you guys down there. Um, but happy birthday and thank you so much for listening to the show. And how sweet is Wilson for writing in to get a shout out for us? That's so cool. Anyway, she has a question. So let's answer her question. Okay. We're going to Disneyland for the first time in March. And by the way, let me just stop there. First time I went in July last year, fell in love with the place. Yes. I still haven't yep. stopped talking about it. And I get to yep. go back in a month. And I, I know, cannot I hate you so stop much. thinking about it. I'm so excited. I get to share I everything hate on the you so much. So much content coming to the podcast yeah. because of this, but it's going to be awesome. Oh, I love it. Anyway. They're going in March for the first time and trying to decide which experiences are must-dos, especially dining experiences. Ooh. I know that you were just there. Would value your opinion very much. Thank you, Wilson. And hang on. Wilson just followed up while I was talking. And, oh, he says great news that we're going to talk about it on Wednesday. So there you go. Perfect. There we go. Perfect. Wilson, yeah. you're set. And I can only see like his eyes because I keep thinking of home improvement. Yes, home improvement. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I don't know if this is that Wilson, but it could no, be. No, I don't think it is. I, Probably I'm not. I'm pretty sure it's not. No. Okay, anyway, but he's, he's a good husband. We know that for sure. That is true. Okay, so what would you say? Give give one one or two <sighs> dining experiences. Don't take Blue Bayou. That's my jam. But no, anything I else, because that was my favorite. I, but even maybe something besides dining too. Yeah, so um, the the dining is actually one of the things that like I haven't done a lot of at Disneyland. Uh, I do like for quick service. I like uh, the Hungry Bear. I think it's really good. They have some really good options there. Uh, they have a really good. It's a, a fried green tomato sandwich, which is fantastic. Um, and we also had really awesome appetizers at um, Naples, which is uh, in the, uh, downtown Disney there, and it's actually owned. The same company that um, owns Via Napoli um, in Walt Disney World, so there's a tie there, um, and they have really fantastic appetizers there. So um, those are kind of the two that stuck out to me. I would say make sure you get like beignets at uh, you know the Mangiola Bar, but I think that's closed right now. So but there is an uh, alternate location. There is an alternate there. location. Yeah. Yes, I just don't know what it is offhand. I will find um, that because I will have I, actually. Spoiler alert, I've brought beignets home from French Quarter my last two trips because Scott Nicely got them done. for me and they're sitting in my kitchen right now. So there's, only, there's only four left at this point because there were six. As you should, yes. yes. And then, of course, you have to get a corn dog from the corn dog cart on Main Street, USA. The like red, has, little red wagon yeah, or something red like wagon. that. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be done. So uh, those are kind of like my good dining suggestions. Like not a lot of table service, but a lot of great options at Disneyland for sure. I second the Hungry Bear. And the Hungry Bear back in Critter Country, it's back by Splash Mountain, is yes. it's kind of like the blue collar little counter service place that could get it done. Like it, it can, I, yeah. Nobody's going to Disneyland to eat it it at Hungry Bear, I don't think. No. But well, maybe. It's got like a cool atmosphere. Like you can yeah. sit there, you can see the train go by, you're outside, you're like on this deck. Yeah. And I like awesome. that they had a really good chicken sandwich. I like that a lot. I mean, but I think it was just that I was glowing and that I was at Disneyland. I mean, yeah, the chicken true. sandwich could have been average. I mean, it could have been something that's I got true. out of my elementary school cafeteria. I wouldn't care. I was so happy. I was happily eating it because it was just a beautiful night. The train was going by. I was sitting in Disneyland. I was with my buds and my family. 
it was, I mean, the, the vibe there is really cool. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Hungry Bear is cool. But, again, I mentioned... Um, Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. Why did I forget the name there? Like I don't pirate. know. See, that's the thing. That's Brain the thing. Fart. Blue Bayou wasn't open when I was there, so I couldn't eat there. So I didn't get the opportunity. Yes. So Blue Bayou, hard ADR to get, but it's totally worth it. You get to eat there inside of Pirates. It feels very much like San Angel Inn at Epcot, if you've ever had that experience. But we had the Monte Cristo, which I am a sucker for a good Monte Cristo. When I go to Cheddar's, I don't know if you have Cheddar's restaurants uh, where you're yeah. from. We don't have them in St. Louis, but we have one in Columbia. So we used to go out to see Paige at Mizzou or football games and stuff. We yeah, love Cheddar's. Cheddar's. Scott has one right by his house. He's so lucky. And I thought I saw yeah, one. Or, I did see one in Orlando on the way to the airport yesterday. Anyway, they have a great Monte Cristo. So I, All but right. I mean, I've always heard about the Monte Cristo right at Disneyland, and it does not disappoint. Oh my gosh! So we had Monte Cristos, and I don't know what we had for a side. We had a salad, I think, too, to start, and I think fries or something. I don't know. Yeah. But we also had hurricanes. So oh. I don't know if you drink, but I love hurricanes, and so. Were they the alcoholic version? Yes, they were. Okay. And the hurricanes are like Kool Aid with a kick, like red Kool Aid. <laughs> And so it was just, again, this was the very last day of our trip. So we were like close. So we had dinner at like four o'clock and we knew we were closing Disneyland. It was our last night, you know, last day of our tickets, last night at Disneyland hotel. We're going, everybody's going home the next morning. And it was just perfect. I mean, like the history of the place, right? We're eating in the blue bayou. We're eating inside of pirates. The Monte Cristo was just melting your mouth. Good. The hurricanes were wonderful. Just it, it was just it was the quintessential Disneyland experience. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. It, was, it yeah. was so worth it. But also, um, Allison's mentioned Gibson Girl, which is ice cream. It is ice cream, and you yes. have to have ice cream on Main Street. And here's the kicker sure. for this place: why this place beats the Plaza Ice Cream Place on Main Street at Magic Kingdom. You can mobile order your ice cream at this place. <gasps> Oh, we that did, is a game changer. Oh, we, we did this every night. So we had, you know, like 8 30, 9 o'clock, we'd mobile order our ice cream. And so you just order it and then you just, you know, walk up and say, I'm here. And then bam, you just kind of. Oh my gosh. You, that is the, such a game your changer. Your number comes up, they hand you your ice cream. I mean, that is, that's a baller move, man. I, I love mobile it. Mobile order ice cream cones and Sundays I, and all that. Oh. I so wish that the Main Street ice cream parlor would do that, but I. <sighs> I mean, I know why they don't, but like it would make life so much easier if they did. So yeah. Yeah, the Gibson uh, Girl's a little bit more open than the Plaza. The Plaza only has yeah, like really that one so way small. in and out. Yeah. You know, like that yeah. one small door, which the I think, as I recall, Gibson Girl kind of connects, kind of like the stores on the Emporium, like yeah, like, ver like yeah, sideways horizontally. Does, yeah. So I think that gives them more of like a little bit of a flow for yeah, people to come yeah. in and out for for mobilers. I mean, it was busy because everybody's yeah. wanting to mobile or some ice cream, which Californians must be smart. I mean, that is the great. But yeah, yes. I like that. Um, also, one of the places that I enjoyed real quick, just for the novelty of it, was the Pim's Test Kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ate there. And it was just wacky, right? You, get these, little, weird, you get these little bit forks. Cool. These little forks that are like an inch and a half yes. long and little pan you know some things are huge like the pretzels come out and they're just gigando like you can get yes. one that can share you can feed eight people and then you know a pancake that's the size of a quarter it yes. the, every, the scale's all messed up on everything at that place but everything well, was tasty it's because it's named after ant-man so yeah. you know that's why yeah 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 so um and i also want to throw out since you were throwing out somewhere in uh, dca i also want to throw out the lamplight lounge which is very hard to get into i know 
Um, but they are famous for their lobster nachos, which are really, really good too. So just sign me up. Oh, research. Yeah. Yup. Exactly. I'll try it. Um, yes. Allison too says they're only doing the Monte Cristo for lunch right now. So. Oh, that stinks. That stinks. No, there needs no to be way. a log inside. The thing needs yeah, to be no breakfast, way. lunch, and dinner. Allison, what's <laughs> what's wrong with those people? Okay. When I go out there, I'm going to speak with somebody very sternly. That's but right. You should. Fixed. What are you doing? Yes. Okay. So here's a good question for you, Ricky. Next question. So uh, happy birthday again to Missy and have a great trip. Yes. And let us know how it goes. Okay. Melissa has a question here and she says, good morning. I'm looking for some senior picture ideas for my son. He's <laughs> 18 and he's a huge Disney fans. All the ones I'm seeing are more appropriate for females. I welcome any ideas, Melissa. So going on to Walt Disney World, getting some senior pictures for a guy. What might you suggest? Well, uh, it you know kind of depends on how they're going about doing it. Uh, I would say for sure, like if you are not like hiring someone, um, I would say consider the capture your moment thing um, because they, what they do is they do a twenty minute like little session, um, or you can pay for an uh, extra uh, extra twenty minutes, so you get forty minutes. But um, they will you know go to wherever you know they'll they'll kind of like tailor it to you and um, your requests. So if you say you have your son and you're wanting to do senior pictures with him, they'll tailor that so that it, it works out well with him. So um, I think that that's a, you know probably a, a really good way of handling it. Um, otherwise, you know, I mean, anywhere can be a really good photo spot. I mean, to be perfectly honest, in Walt Disney World, it's it's really hard to to say that there's not like great ones everywhere. It just depends on. I would choose a park that um, I would think would, you know, go with his personality uh, the best. So whether that would be, you know, a Magic Kingdom or an Epcot. Um, but actually the park that I really think about um, that is probably the most beautiful and would really garner some fantastic uh, senior photos is in Disney's Animal Kingdom. I mean, it's not one that think people think about uh, because, you know, everybody's thinking about Magic Kingdom. Uh, but I think that the way that everything is set up and in all the lush foliage and all the really cool props and things like that, that they have all around Disney's Animal Kingdom to make it feel so authentic really helps to add to the coolness of the senior photos. So um, that is actually my suggestion if you're kind of doing it, you know, on the separate side of things, if, if you're not going to have Disney do it. So. Yeah, I agree. Here's the thing too, just from being an 18 year old guy is what I would say. If I had my choice, if I could find a resort to do this at even Ooh, that's better, also a good call. Even, yeah. even better because like the parks are super busy and it's just a little bit awkward. I mean, you yeah. could totally do it, but the thing is like, if you could find a resort and there's great props, I mean, like if you're into sports, take a bus over to sports and get your, yeah. you know, you got a big football home behind you or your big, you know, t if yeah, you're a tennis absolutely. player, you got those tennis ball like cans, you know, it, mm -hmm. the thing is you can probably find kind of a huge backdrop, you know, you know, if you're from the Southwest, go to Coronado Springs, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and get, use that or, you know, pop century. If your favorite movie was Roger Rabbit, you know, or something <laughs> like that. I mean, it, really, you yeah, really no, got to kind of think about what is something that was significant during his growing up, you know? Right baseball i bet you could you know maybe casey's outside of casey's one of the statues yeah. you know something like i mean that's going to be hard though because it's always busy always busy yeah but you know yeah, you yeah. think about where else is baseball you know around property you know and you could probably I mean, we could probably think. definitely all stars yeah, yeah all stars so 
even go over to ESPN. There's some baseball props sure. over there too. So wide world of sports. So the thing is, that's what if if I have my pick as an 18 year old kid, I'd rather do it at the resorts because you could do it kind of more like on the down low. You know, I think just, that's a great idea too. And like you said, you're not gonna be there's not gonna be a ton of people like walking around and you're you know you're trying to get photos you know with people walking everywhere you're gonna have a, a lot better um set so yeah i think the resorts are actually a really good idea not gonna lie so all righty let's see here do, 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 do. bill is in our live chat he's actually on youtube so thanks for being here bill says going to florida next month and staying at the swan for one night without any park tickets can you see any of harmonious from outside the park like near the skyline or something is it worth trying you really can't um, not see much of it. I mean, you'll be able to see some of the higher fireworks, but you won't see like the story or anything like that. Now, if you want to kind of see it, what I would say, you can see the, the now you're not going to get the music, but if you could somehow get an ADR for um, Topolino's Terrace, that's a cool perspective on the show because I've seen it from there and it's beautiful but you're only going to see the visuals. You're not going to get the story or anything like that. So that is one thing to think about, but yeah, you're not going to see it from the Skyliner. You're probably not going to see it from your room at the Swan. No. Um, it, you really got to be in the park. I mean, this, this yeah. is kind of a low thing. There's not a lot. Right. Of especially, stuff. especially with the, you know, the tacos, you know, and everything like the that. Barges. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I feel like they made it so focused on, you know, that aspect of it that they don't have as many fireworks so you're you're not gonna see much of the show if you're i mean you, you like you said you'll see some of the high fireworks maybe on the boardwalk um but not enough to really be worth your while to go oh you know what let's go stand there so yeah I would, I would, yeah. all right katie has a question hey mike we're headed down for spring break and staying off site this isn't a disney trip and more of a relaxing in the florida sun trip since we are avid Disney parks people, our friends we are going with to see the magic are going with want to see the Magic Kingdom for a day. Here's the dilemma: one of the days we're looking at going is the opening day of Tron. We will not be going for any of the big attractions as we have four-year-olds who are interested in princesses, teacups, and stage shows. That sounds like a good plan. Yeah, uh, that's a good touring plan. Would this be a good day to go because all the other goers will be interested in Tron? Will they leave the little stuff alone? Maybe we can zig when everyone else is zagging or will it just be so unbearable that we should pick the next day instead? Any speculation would be helpful, Katie. Ooh, interesting question. question. What do you think, Ricky? So it's kind of twofold because, you know, you aren't really interested in Tron. So you're going to be fine there in the sense of, if you are focusing more on the, the the princesses and the smaller attractions and things like that, like I think you're going to be just fine. But um, but here, I just thought of this though. Tron's got a virtual queue, correct? Correct, and that's where I was going next. So yes. people need stuff to do until their time comes up. Well, yes and no. I mean, here's the other point: is that those who don't get into the virtual queue are probably not going to go to the Magic Kingdom that day. Uh, you know, they may yeah, have a reservation. That's true right now but they you know and i know that the reservations are pretty slim pickings on i think that day probably uh since everybody's trying to take them up for you know the off chance that they can get in the virtual queue uh so i you know you're gonna have probably a lot of people drop off 
that day uh, that had reservations because of the fact that they maybe didn't get into the virtual queue too. So now when you'll really see it drop off is after that one o'clock time slot when the virtual queue will probably reopen at some point that day and it will reopen at one o'clock. And then after that, I mean, yeah, I mean, anybody who was trying to get on Tron is really probably leaving the park at that point to go somewhere else. So um, I think you're going to be okay. I mean, if you really are worried, I, maybe I would make it a different day. You know, I would go the next day, but I, I think you're probably going to be okay. You're just going to have a lot of, it's going to be crowded, but I don't know that it's going to be like ridiculous here's so, the thing I, I don't think it's gonna be yeah. different the day first day or second day because of virtual queue, I mean, right it's gonna yeah. be the same amount of people the only the only difference you're gonna see in day one and day two is you're gonna see all the bloggers and vloggers and all the people out there with social media also that yes but they've already but, but those people have already done it five times with yeah AP but mike and cast if you think that DVC, they aren't gonna be know, there on opening I know, but day they've already to done vlog it. and vlog but doesn't matter they're still gonna want to try to write it on opening day I know. so oh, I know. yeah they're gonna, i know but yeah. they've done it already yeah but it yeah. doesn't matter i would say matter. it'd be I, I just do either either day because you're right if yeah. you're only going for like the the minor the non-tron stuff and the non-e-ticket stuff you're gonna be fine it's i don't think you're gonna have a significant difference either way no, now if you're going, if you're choosing the day before and then the day of Tron, I would maybe go the day yeah, before. No, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, people might be holding back. Okay, Megan's right. got a question. We're going to be in the Magic Kingdom on Saturday for my daughter's third birthday. Well, happy birthday. This one my guest with the Magic for Less. I appreciate you, Megan. Thank you so much. And tell your daughter happy birthday for me. Where's the best place in the park to let her pick out an awesome birthday cupcake or dessert? Oh. Big Top Treats. Nobody remembers like that. that back in Storybook Circus. They have some good Ooh. stuff. It's kind of it like was the closed for a while. I know, but it's not a now. long while. It's not no, now. It's, not. Um, now, yeah. it's kind of like the annex of the confectionery is how I see it. Like if you if you need a confectionery, but you just don't want to have to walk all the way to Main Street or almost Town Square. Big top yeah. treats. I give that a shot. But if not, of course, the confectionery. Uh, yeah, the confectionery. I mean, it depends on on which park that they're at, but I'm going to assume that they're probably at the Magic Kingdom. Is that what they, I think they said, didn't it? Uh, no, they, they said they're in the. Oh Magic yeah, Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Okay, uh -huh. yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, big top treats, or like you said, the confectionery, or you know, the Plaza ice cream parlor is always a good choice too. So, yeah, but they yeah, don't have maybe. cupcakes. I know, but that's or dessert. That's yeah, a dessert. ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you exactly. could of course, yeah, you could of course get a dole. What you know what? So I had just a. Two scoop ice cream cone. Uh, nice. A couple yesterday at, at the plaza. I think it was because I always get that Sunday, but this yeah. the ice cream cone was so good on a sugar cone. Solid. It had the little two yeah, little like yeah. Mickey ears on little top, Mickey like ears. little yeah, chocolate yeah, yeah, yeah. little things, yeah. kind of like little mini Girl Scout cookie kind of things. Oh, yes. It was just Solid. tasty. It was just simple. Like sometimes it simple is. tastes good. You're not wrong. And um, a three year old's going to mash that against her face. It's going to be the cutest picture ever. This is true, yes. Um, but I want to bring up, go back to that last question. Allison brings up that's happily ever that the day before is happily ever afters, the first day of that. So yeah, don't go that day. <laughs> that's true. That'll bring out the masses. Yeah, that'll definitely bring out the masses. Yeah, yeah go the day of Tron or the day after. Yeah. Don't, All right, Allison, go. you're on the show. Ricky's gonna yeah. be having a baby. Uh, Allison, I'll be calling <laughs> you because you are saving us today. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's all like meshing together in that same like week. I know. Space, yeah, seriously. So, yeah. Yeah, they're doing all this kind of stuff on us. Okay, yeah. Greg's Leanne has a question here in the live chat. We're checking out at the Beach Club at 11 a.m. I need a place to grab lunch before we head to the airport around 1:30. Where should we go? This was kind of like me yesterday. I checked out of Coronado, but I had to head to the airport at like four. I had lunch at, Corn at uh, Columbia Harbor House because I went to the Magic Kingdom, you but did. they're probably not going to a park. 
I would say, I mean, you're at the beach club, dude, go to beaches and cream. Like if you can get an ADR there, that's a great last, that's a great last hurrah. Cause it's fun. Get a burger, fries, chili, you know, a melt and get ice cream. I mean, that's like your last taste of Disney. If I was at the beach club, I would totally go to beaches and cream because you're right there and it's so easy. You don't have to like worry about transportation, nothing like that. What would you say, Ricky? That's a really good choice. Um, I would say um, maybe go across the street to the boardwalk and go to the boardwalk deli. Um, I feel that's like a that good call, a, too. Yeah, a that's a good choice. choice. Yeah, because you so maybe you don't want something heavy before you get on a plane. I, right. I always take chances. Sorry. Well, that's true. And it just depends on if you want to try something that has an ADR or not. That's so, true. you know, you're not going to get... You're not going to have to worry about, oh, am I going to run out of time at, you know, the boardwalk deli. So, yeah. Yeah. And get the crumb cake, too, when you're there. Yes. Uh, let's see. Next. Uh, and I'll, I've heard that's uh, pretty simple, but, uh, you know, I like it. Okay. Next question. Looks like it comes from Jacob Turner and says, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scotty G. Hope everyone's doing great. I'm flying with my wife down to Tampa in a few weeks. So she can go to a bachelorette weekend and I'm off the leash. Okay. Ah, oh, hang all on. right. There we go. Of course, I decided to spend my weekend at Disney. This will be my first solo trip uh, there that I've done on Saturday. I'm spending the day at Epcot, but wanted to go big for dinner. Where's a great signature table service lounge restaurant for solo travelers? I always hear solo travelers, travelers are welcome at any restaurant, but I'm still a little anxious for this being my first time going solo. At the moment, I have a reservation at Flying Fish, but I'm open to Ooh. any other suggestion. You guys rock, and I appreciate the daily content. Jacob, P.S. Mike, the sound effects panel rocks. 100% a great investment for the pod. No! No! Let's see here. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yes, I agree. Stop. Stop. Thank you, Jacob. We appreciate that very much. No, we don't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, I had to read Jacob's uh, email just so I could play around. Of course. Yeah. What do you think for a solo? Fly, I mean, the thing is, just, you get to do whatever you want. Yes. Nobody is going to flinch. If you want to go to Flying Fish, no. that's your jam. Do it. Space 220, go there. Whatever you want to do, do it. I agree. As someone who has traveled solo many times and eaten solo many times at many different restaurants at Walt Disney World, it is absolutely fine to go anywhere and have a nice meal. So if you want to go to Flying Fish, go to Flying Fish. Don't feel weird about being by yourself. It's not that unusual. It's not that out of the normal and you're going to have a great time. Uh, I was going to say if they, he, since he was in Epcot, he might consider like something like La Cellier or something like that. But then, then he brought up Flying Fish and I was like, oh no, you've got a great choice there too. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I don't, I don't think you're going to go wrong there. So I say go to Flying Fish and enjoy because you, you're there by yourself. Why not? You know where I had my best solo meal in Epcot? No. You got to be the right kind of person, though. And and I bet you, oh, Jacob yes, is. I do know exactly what, yeah. where you've had your best solo it's meal. Beer yes. Garden. Yeah, Beer Garden. Yes. Yeah. And it's so weird because you get set communally, right? So I was sitting with a family and they just happened to be listeners of the podcast. They saw my yeah. pop socket on my, on my uh, phone. That's funny. And they're like, I listen to that show. And I'm like, I listen to that show too. I'm like, it's, I'm a fan. That's why I got a pop socket on there. And eventually they recognize the they voice. Figured like, out they figured who you out. are. Yeah, that's like, funny. 
your mic, right? Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes, yeah, I am. Yeah, that's why I, I have a pop socket. Um, yeah, I'm kind of a fan because that's our show. That's uh, our so show. Then we just like, I felt like it's boom. I was adopted by them. And of oh, course, it. it might not happen that you sit down with other Be Our Guest podcast listeners right. at your table. I mean, chances are like one in a million. But if you're the right kind of person, because like otherwise I'd have been like, and I go to lots of meals by myself. Like I, like I said, yesterday I had a wonderful meal. Um, I, I talk I, about this on Friday. Show, come to Harvard yeah. House. I called my wife. I sat there upstairs, watched people go by Fantasyland, ate my trio platter. It was wonderful. I loved it. It was a great Saturday afternoon. Um, but I mean, this time, like I was like adopted by this family. I forget they're from Iowa or something. And we just talked about everything and it was just cool for like, you know, an hour to have some new friends and you know, the bands playing, you know, and hi, hi, hi or whatever, you know, and I mean, the food there is just unreal. Like I love it. I mean, great desserts, great foods. So, I mean, I was just having a, I, it was just a wonderful surprise for me. You know, I walked in like, this is going to be, this is iffy, but I love the food. So I'm like willing to chance it. Yeah. Best decision ever. Best decision I mean, ever. next time it could be like, I could sit down with some wackos. I mean, it could well, be, totally, you know, it, yeah. you're rolling the dice there, it, you know. You are. You could be sitting next to me and Brian. That's fine. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, another place I would suggest for solo diners, just if you are a little nervous about it, is Teppanito. Um, you know, that you're going to sit communally as well there. So it's a really common place for people who are single diners to go. So that's just another thing, uh, another place that I would suggest. Just, but when he said signature, I mean, that's not signature dining. So no, that's, that's why not. I still. And, I, and lounges are great because you you don't have to have ADRs. You can just go on a whim, and then you know that's kind of everybody's solo jam. So true. I mean, the Space Two Twenty Lounge is one that everybody tries to get into, but uh, it's it's not easy, and you have to do it like first thing in the morning, like when the park opens, to try to get in. So. Alrighty, Kelly's got a question. She's down in Texas. Hey, I have a question for the show. I have a tea time for foot golf for nice. my upcoming spring break trip. That's pretty cool. I've never mm-hmm. played. But we'll be trying it out for the first time with my soccer-loving family of four. Uh, our tea time is at three thirty-four. I love how golf has such specific tea times. I, I love that about this. Three thirty-four. Yeah, that's how golf is. Yeah, that's you crazy. have a tea time at like seven o two. That seriously, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. She says, "Do you think we'll have time to play the nine holes and still make our five forty-five homecoming reservation? We will have our own car." The course site says it should take under one hour and 30 minutes to play, but looking to hear from others who have played here. Also not sure how far the course is from Disney Springs. Thanks, Kelly. Okay. I do know the course is over there by the Palm and Magnolia. Cause when we yes. were playing the Magnolia, I played that with Scott and, and Phil and uh, Wade. We, we played one time and we went right past zigzags out of this nine hole foot golf course. And, um, People were playing and they were having a good time. I wouldn't imagine foot golf takes as long as regular golf because you're less likely to hit the ball out of bounds. True. Um, you can find your ball a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Probably not going to lose a soccer ball. Um, no. And it just seems like it shouldn't take that long. Nine holes, 334, 545. So I, let me just hours. think about the drive, the drive. So basically Drive's the drive is from like the Polynesian minutes. to Disney Springs. Yeah. 20 minutes, maybe. Uh, but you got to park, you know, you yeah, got the garage. And then you got to walk. Well, the, you got the yeah. garage. You just got to get in the garage and then you walk down, you know, you're pretty much at homecoming there. Especially uh, if, you park, if you park in the garage. lime garage, I'd go the lime probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 20 minutes to drive. So three, three, four, four, 45. 
here's the deal. If you get to like hole seven or hole eight and you think you're going to cut it close, just bail and go. I mean, you know, cut your losses. But I think you totally get it. I, I still think you get in nine holes of foot golf and still make it by 545. Just don't speed. Yeah, and to, tell us how. And if anybody's played foot golf, let us know how long it took you to play nine holes. Yeah, because I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't because I've never played foot golf, and I, I'm either. curious because I think Paige would love to do that because she was like a really good soccer player. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Jennifer uh, says in the chat that their family of three played in an hour. So. Oh, bingo! Look at that, and she's right down the street. Yeah. Well, look at that. She, yeah. She's got a uh, uh, St. Louis City uh, is her uh, icon there because we have a new soccer team in uh, in St. Louis. Who is undefeated for franchise history? Ooh. By the way, we wow. wiped out uh, Salt Lake City the other night, three two. We had what one game, right? Yeah. Hey, it doesn't matter. We have never lost a game in our franchise's history. We're like, okay. we have better overall record than the Yankees as a franchise. Uh, okay, there we go. Bring wow, it, the Montreal Canadiens, the New York Islanders, Celtics, Lakers. Doesn't matter. It's yeah. Us. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even a soccer fan, but cool. All right, so I've seen enough soccer in my life to I can barely watch Ted Lasso. Uh, let's see here. Next question is from William. He's in, it says, uh, Atlantic Canada. He says, uh, it's been a while since I've been to Disney World, and I remember when I last went, they used to sell books in some of the stores, especially the resort gift shops, for hidden Mickeys. Do you know if they still sell these on property? Okay. Think they the, don't. I, I think I've seen them every once in a while, but not I, like consistently. So the um the the hidden Mickey's book, the one, the yellow one. I don't I think it's Barrett, Dr. Barrett's book though. It's not sold in Walt Disney World anymore. I can guarantee you that. I haven't seen it there in a while. Um, I don't know if they have a secondary version of a hidden Mickey's book, but the one that like we all know of from the past is definitely not there anymore. So um, I can't say with a hundred percent certainty that they don't have a second su supplementary ver version of a Disney uh, Hidden Mickey's book, but the the original one is not there anymore for sure. What I would do is just get it on Amazon or something pre-trip. Yeah, absolutely. It it. I mean, it's a book. I mean, it's it's not gonna change that much except for some you know small things, some attractions that are probably closed and stuff like that. So. It's one of those things, you know, physical media is just going away in general. I mean, one of the sure. things I used to love to get as souvenirs on my trips were like the soundtrack to Illuminations or the soundtrack Gosh, to yes. Spectro Magic. I mean, yes. I bought it multiple times. The Phantasmic soundtrack on CD. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. which I mean, you know, we're lucky because we have things and you see it even on the buses nowadays. Like they have those placards, you know, above where you sit and it'll say, you know, the ultimate Disney parks playlist. Just go to Spotify yeah. or Apple Music and stream it. Which is great and all, but, and again, I know it's sold to sound like an old <laughs> fart, but the thing is, like, I love that tangible CD to Having. walk home with. Like, I don't know why. Like, every time I could see it on the shelf and I'd place it in a CD player, it physically brought back nostalgia and memories of that trip. You know, streaming yeah. it, as convenient as it is, it just doesn't have that same feeling for me. Yeah, no, that's how, I, I have um, a copy of the Finding Nemo soundtrack uh, because it was left in a car that I ended up purchasing. And so I was like, cool, Finding Nemo, the, you know, the musical soundtrack in, in the car that I put, just bought. That's awesome. Bonus. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, right? All right, let's get to the last question today. It's coming from Kristen and Dave. And they say, hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scotty G, love the BR Guest podcast. We've been listening for years. Thank you so much. Thank we appreciate you. that. Uh, have all of the Disney After Hours events been announced for 2023? 
Are there only a select few nights for Epcot and Hollywood Studios? Our family are DVC members and are headed to Disney this November 11th through the 19th. And we're hoping there would be an after hours event offered. P.S. Congratulations, Ricky. We have a three month old now and she'll be turning one while we're down there in November. That's awesome. awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Kristen and That's Dave. Great. So I think they just announced actually since this came out, this we got this email a little less than a week ago. Um, they announced more events. They did. So they announced that Epcot will be having events for the first time ever, which is what they kind of referenced. Um, and then they announced uh, some events for uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios as well. Um, now, they, I think they only announced them through like the summer yes. event, summer uh, yep. uh, months. So I would say that there's a chance they will also uh, have more in the fall and uh, winter. Uh, but it's they don't usually announce those until and it's such a pain because I know people want to plan. Um, but those kind of events, for some reason, just Disney just, just doesn't announce them, like except for a couple months in advance. So if they are going to have them, it'll probably be sometime late summer when they announce that, hey, we're going to add more dates to Disney After Hours. Now, I will say they will not be adding dates for Disney After Hours at Magic Kingdom because at that time they'll be doing Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party slash Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So it, they won't be having the Disney After Hours events you, uh, during those time periods um, at the Magic Kingdom. But they may have them at Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So um, that will be to be determined. Uh, and it's since it's so new at well definitely new at epcot and then you know it's been done at hollywood studios before but it's it's new back in the rotation um i'm not entirely sure if they will have them in the in the fall um but i would suspect that there's a good chance for it so. i agree uh, and, yeah. and i'm glad that they're before thanksgiving and christmas because you won't have them once thanksgiving hits um, no but they're before not. so that they're they're in a good range to probably get an epcot or a hollywood studios maybe yeah, maybe agree. I mean, Maybe. that's your best bet. Good call. Okay, I lied. One last question because I was Got just it. there and I have the answer. Chad says, hey there, are they still doing the Disney Visa character greets like they used to? We did that years ago and it was an easy way to meet the characters. Thanks as always. Yes, they are. Yes, at Epcot. They They're are. over by Journey to Your Imagination. They're where that Pixar film festival thing is. It's kind of yes. one of the hidden things. Nobody even remembers they're doing that, and there's never a line. So, yes, if no. you have it. Because we were going to do that, and we totally forgot. We were talking about doing that this past weekend. We, I have my Disney Visa in my I know. I, I, I don't ever walk up that ramp to go, because I don't ever go see the Pixar shorts. Uh, so, I don't ever walk up the ramp to go to that way to remind me, hey, the Disney character, you know, Visa character spot is here. So, I miss out all the time, too. So, whoops. Yep, you just present your Disney visa, get your little character meet and greet. Here's one other thing, too, real quick. Right before I left, my last thing I did at the Magic Kingdom yesterday, we discussed walking out, 10 minutes to meet Mickey Mouse, right? And That's awesome. Town Square. And so yeah. I had my medals in my pocket. So I'm like, why not, right? Got my medals here. Get a picture of Mickey Mouse on the way out. I had to get a go get a napkin because I just had my ice cream cone. I thought that was going to be my last thing. So I had to clean up a little bit so I look good with my picture with Mickey. This was my first interaction with the photo box. <gasps> I do not oh, like no. the photo box. No, the photo box is not good. No, because the no. thing is, okay, so 
there is a cast. There's a couple cast members in there, right? They direct you into the room. They bring you in, and yeah. you know, they tell you, you know, like Mickey's. I was the first one in the group. They brought in like me and like two other families. I was by myself, and so I had my medals out, ready to go, had them on, and you know, they're like, "Okay, sir, you can go meet Mickey." And Mickey, you know, he's like playing around with like his his wardrobe over there. And then he turns yeah. around, you know, he's excited to see you and you know all that stuff. And I think the thing starts supposed to start taking pictures like right when that happens, or they said when he yeah. starts talking to you or something. Oh, okay. So I think it's shooting pictures at that point. But for one thing, I didn't even get the pictures. Like I scanned my band and it said successful. And I still haven't seen him 24 hours later on my Disney experience was Allison saying the same thing in the live chat. But here's That's the thing. Wrong. Like with a photo pass photographer, I this again, this is me being old. Get off my yard. No, but no. I feel true. like somebody's directing me. Like I feel like I, I'm not an actor, but I feel like I need somebody to give me some direction. And the person that. who was like standing next to the box was kind of just like, hey, Mickey, you know, look at his medals. And so I'm trying to like lay my medals out so they look kind of nice, but I bet you, I haven't seen the pictures, but I bet you they look all lopsided and jiggity-jaggedy yeah. because I wasn't sure. And I'm, you know, I'm nervous up there by myself and, you know, it's like weird, awkward, Mickey doesn't talk. Right, you're already, yeah, you're already nervous. And I'm like, is this thing firing now or yeah. what? Like, when's the picture yeah. happening? So, you know, he's thumbs up and so I guess I'm thumbs up. And I mean, it was really awkward. So I really want to see the pictures because I know they're probably terrible. I just yeah, like sure. I want a photographer there saying, you know, hey, okay, here we go. Okay, do this. You know, I, I need some direction. The box made me freak out. Like, and so I, I'm not a fan of the box. I need a, I need a photographer. I know I'm old, but no, no, please. you're not old, and I'm not a fan of the box either because, like you said, you know, you do need direction slash, you know, that box is not gonna, it's not gonna get the full emotion of. No, it also got you. me was like. I don't know yeah, what's going of, on. <laughs> of you talking to Mickey and showing him your medals. And you know what I'm saying? Like there, there's close up things that a photo pass photographer would have done for you that would have been way more meaningful because you had the medals. And yet, no, I'm not a fan of the box. And now that you told me that the box is there at the Magic Kingdom, I will not be. And that would have been like the first thing I would have had Baby Girl do is probably get pictures with Mickey on Main Street because... You know that would have been you know, her first pictures with mickey but now that i know that the box is there i'm gonna choose a different place to go and have my first you know baby girl's first pictures with mickey because i don't want the box i want to have that emotional interaction with the characters uh, for the first time that she sees them so like that's a it's a terrible terrible thing and i'm not a fan and i'm gonna i'm gonna go to epcot now probably and do it because they had that actually at epcot where they uh the at the Pixar um, uh, short film festival is where Mickey meets. So honestly, that's probably where I'm going to go at this point. It's so, one of those yeah. things that, again, I think that common sense needs to prevail. And the thing is, yes, it's a cost savings. But for bean counters, it's a cost savings. But here's the thing. Yes. But in the big picture, it's such a loss because, right. because you're, you're going to miss those like, Allison says right here, yeah. like touching the picture of her son, touching Mickey's nose at the exact perfect time. A photographer, a well-trained photographer will get that almost get that. every single time. Or that walking away picture where the kid turns around one last time and just waves. to wave back right. to Mickey because he just can't believe he just, he or she just met Mickey Mouse. Like exactly. the box is going to get that. And the thing is, yeah, you're saving, you're saving a few peanuts there, but that picture on social media, that picture on social media is worth a million dollars. Exactly. I mean, if, if I had the box photo from that, I maybe wouldn't buy it. 
But if I had the that touching moment of, you know, my little girl touching Mickey's nose, uh, yeah, you can bet I would be buying that. Like if it was close up and yeah, 100%, I'd be like, oh, well now I have to buy this. So I've spent, you know, whether or not I bought Memory Maker or not, I'm gonna buy that one picture then for 20 bucks and you've paid for the photographer for the hour at that point. So, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I just, I, I don't like it. It's not, I'm not okay with it. And the thing is, I know that Disney sees it as moving people in and through the experience, right? That's how they probably see it. But the thing is, and this is why I try to remember being a travel agent is that every trip is super special for every guest. And the thing is every moment, every hour, every day of every trip is special for every guest, every ride, every attraction, every character meet and greet, every meal is very, very important, very special for every guest. And I think Disney needs to remember that even though it is about, you know, flow and saving money right. and getting efficiencies and all that. But the thing is, these pictures are some of the pictures that people will remember for the rest of their lives. It's mm -hmm. worth the extra money. It is. It it's not worth the cost is. savings. These are the pictures that will be in photo albums for generations. Yep. Honest to God, they will be. And I mean, on look. the social media and, on, you know, I mean, it'll be everywhere, you know. Yeah, everywhere. So I'm with you. I don't, I'm not a fan of the photo box at all. And I haven't been since they announced it. So um, bad Disney. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just whacked out. I was like, I don't know what to do. I was freaked yeah. out the box. I was like, oh no, it's the box. Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It was yeah. so crazy. Yeah. If I'd have known, I could have prepared, but I didn't know. So I was like, oh no, it's the box. I've heard about this. Where do I look? Anyway, that's going to be it for, be it for today's show. I know I said 50 minutes ago. That's our last question, but there you go. Yeah, that's how, we that's just how we kept were. on going. We're good. We're good. All right. Well, hey, don't forget our shows are brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. One of the great things about booking with The Magic for Less, you get these tips every week in your inbox, getting you ready for your trip. Most importantly, getting you excited, but also getting you prepared, telling you about Memory Maker, telling you about... You know, you got to get your ADR settled. You get, hey, remember, bring an external charger because you're going to be on your phone a lot with making ADRs and checking your memory maker photos and modifying Genie Plus. You get these tips that put you in a great spot for your next vacation, but also we're going to get you the best price possible. And the bottom line is it costs you nothing extra. And I would love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. So just swing by the magicforless.com today. Fill out that free no obligation quote form. We'll take care of you from there. Check them out again over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. Supports everything we do throughout the year. And finally, a big thank you to our patrons. You guys make all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Of course, join us on the social media. Ricky's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. I'm at BR Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. Would love to talk to you this week. And we'll try to have a live show this Sunday night, but we're heading to Schaumburg, Illinois this weekend for a big cheerleading event and hopefully to watch a basketball game for Paige's team up in Chicago as nice. well. So if we can make it back, we'll have a live show. If not, we'll, we'll do the best we can at the following Sunday night. So stay tuned for the social media for all the updates there. All right. We'll have a fun show on Friday. It's going to be me talking all about Princess Weekend, but we have stuff for the non-runners as well. Coronado reviews. Mike goes fancy at El Molino. It was wild. I had to take off my hat. Um, a lot of fun. So good stuff coming your way. So thank you as always for being a part of our podcast family. Thanks to everybody who said hello over race weekend. I loved it. And it was great meeting so many listeners over the Princess Half Marathon weekend. All right. So for Ricky, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. We'll be back in on Friday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. 
If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.